Book Eleven, Chapters One to Nine of the Confessions by Saint Augustine. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Read by Marianne. Book Eleven. Augustine breaks off the history of the mode whereby God led him to holy orders, in order to confess God's mercies in opening to him the Scripture. Moses is not to be understood, but in Christ. Not even the first words in the beginning God created the heaven and the earth answer to cavaliers who asked what did god before he created the heaven and the earth and whence willed he at length to make them whereas he did not make them before inquiry into the nature of time chapter one lord since eternity is thine art thou ignorant of what i say to thee or dost thou see in time what passeth in time why then do i lay in order before thee so many relations not of a truth that thou mightest learn them through me but to stir up mine own and my readers devotions towards thee that we may all say great is the lord and greatly to be praised i have said already and again will say for love of thy love do i this for we pray also and yet truth hath said your father knoweth what you have need of before you ask it is then our affections which we will lay open unto thee confessing our own miseries and thy mercies upon us that thou mayest free us wholly since thou hast begun that we may cease to be wretched in ourselves and be blessed in thee seeing thou hast called us to become poor in spirit and meek and mourners and hungering and athirst after righteousness and merciful and pure in heart and peacemakers see i have told thee many things as i could and as i would because thou first wouldest that i should confess unto thee my lord god for thou art good for thy mercy endureth for ever chapter two but how shall i suffice with the tongue of my pen to utter all thy exhortations and all thy terrors and comforts and guidances whereby thou broughtest me to preach thy word and dispense thy sacrament to thy people and if i suffice to utter them in order the drops of time are precious with me and long have i burned to meditate in thy law and therein to confess to thee my skill and unskilfulness the daybreak of thy enlightening and the remnants of my darkness until infirmity be swallowed up by strength and i would not have aught besides steal away those hours which i find free from the necessities of refreshing my body and the powers of my mind and of the service which we owe to men or which though we owe not yet we pay o lord my god give ear unto my prayer and let thy mercy hearken unto my desire because it is anxious not for myself alone but would serve brotherly charity and thou seest my heart that so it is i would sacrifice to thee the service of my thought and tongue do thou give me what i may offer thee for i am poor and needy thou rich to all that call upon thee who inaccessible to care carest for us circumcise from all rashness and all lying both my inward and outward lips let thy scriptures be my pure delights let me not be deceived in them nor deceive out of them lord hearken and pity o lord my god light of the blind and strength of the weak 
yea also light of those that see and strength of the strong hearken unto my soul and hear it crying out of the depths for if thine ears be not with us in the depths also whither shall we go whither cry the day is thine the night is thine at thy back the moments flee by grant thereof a space for our meditations in the hidden things of thy law and close it not against us who knock for not in vain wouldst thou have the darksome secrets of so many pages written nor are those forests without their hearts which retire therein and range and walk feed lie down and ruminate perfect me o lord and reveal them unto me behold thy voice is my joy thy voice exceedeth the abundance of pleasures give what i love for i do love and this thou hast given forsake not thy own gifts nor despise thy green herb that thirsteth let me confess unto thee whatsoever i shall find in thy books and hear the voice of praise and drink in thee and meditate on the wonderful things out of thy law even from the beginning wherein thou madest the heaven and the earth unto the everlasting reigning of thy holy city with thee lord have mercy upon me and hear my desire for it is not i deem of the earth not of gold and silver and precious stones or gorgeous apparel or honours and offices or the pleasures of the flesh or necessaries for the body and for this life of our pilgrimage all which shall be added unto those that seek thy kingdom and thy righteousness behold o lord my god wherein is my desire the wicked have told me of delights but not such as thy law o lord behold wherein is my desire behold father behold and see and approve and be it pleasing in the sight of thy mercy that i may find grace before thee that the inward parts of thy words be opened to me knocking i beseech by our lord jesus christ thy son the man of thy right hand the son of man whom thou hast established for thyself as thy mediator and ours through whom thou soughtest us not seeking thee but soughtest us that we might seek thee thy word through whom thou madest all things and among them me also thy only begotten through whom thou callest to adoption the believing people and therein me also i beseech thee by him who sitteth at thy right hand and intercedeth with thee for us in whom are hidden all the treasures of wisdom and knowledge these do i seek in thy books of him did moses write this saith himself this saith the truth chapter three i would hear and understand how in the beginning thou madest the heaven and earth moses wrote this wrote and departed passed hence from thee to thee nor is he now before me for if he were i would hold him and ask him and beseech him by thee to open these things unto me and would lay the ears of my body to the sounds bursting out of his mouth and should he speak hebrew in vain will it strike on my senses nor would aught of it touch my mind but if latin i should know what he said but whence should i know whether he spake truth yea and if i knew this also should i know it from him truly within me within in the chamber of my thoughts truth neither hebrew nor greek nor latin 
nor barbarian without organs of voice or tongue or sound of syllables would say it is truth and i forthwith should say confidently to that man of thine thou sayest truly whereas then i cannot inquire of him thee thee i beseech o truth full of whom he spake truth thee my god i beseech forgive my sins and thou who gavest him thy servant to speak these things give to me also to understand them chapter four behold the heavens and the earth are they proclaim that they were created for they change and vary whereas whatsoever hath not been made and yet is hath nothing in it which before it had not and this it is to change and vary they proclaim also that they made not themselves therefore we are because we have been made and we were not therefore before we were so as to make ourselves now the evidence of the thing is the voice of the speakers thou therefore lord madest them who art beautiful for they are beautiful who art good for they are good who art for they are yet they are not beautiful nor good nor are they as thou their creator art compared with whom they are neither beautiful nor good nor are this we know thanks be to thee and our knowledge compared with thy knowledge is ignorance chapter five but how didst thou make the heaven and the earth and what the engine of thy so mighty fabric for it was not as a human artificer forming one body from another according to the discretion of his mind which can in some way invest with such a form as it seeth in itself by its inward eye and whence should he be able to do this unless thou hast made that mind and he invests with a form what already existeth and hath a being as clay or stone or wood or gold or the like and whence should they be hast not thou appointed them thou madest the artificer his body thou the mind commanding the limbs thou the matter whereof he makes any thing thou the apprehension whereby to take in his art and see within what he doth without thou the sense of his body whereby as by an interpreter he may from mind to matter convey that which he doth and report to his mind what is done that it within may consult the truth which presideth over itself whether it be well done or no all these praise thee the creator of all but how dost thou make them how o god didst thou make the heaven and earth verily neither in the heaven nor in the earth didst thou make heaven and earth nor in the air or waters seeing these also belong to the heaven and the earth nor in the whole world didst thou make the whole world because there was no place where to make it before it was made that it might be nor didst thou hold anything in thy hand whereof to make heaven and earth for whence shouldst thou have this which thou hast not made thereof to make anything for what is but because thou art therefore thou spakest and they were made and in thy word thou madest them chapter six but how didst thou speak in the way that the voice came out of the cloud saying this is my beloved son for that voice passed by and passed away began and ended the syllables sounded and passed away the second after the first the third after the second 
and so forth in order until the last after the rest and silence after the last whence it is abundantly clear and plain that the motion of a creature expressed it itself temporal serving thy eternal will and these thy words created for a time the outward ear reported to the intelligent soul whose inward ear lay listening to thy eternal word but she compared these words sounding in time with that thy eternal word in silence and said it is different far different these words are far beneath me nor are they because they flee and pass away but the word of my lord abideth above me for ever if then in sounding and passing words thou sayest that heaven and earth should be made and so madest heaven and earth there was a corporal creature before heaven and earth by whose motions in time that voice might take his course in time but there was not corporal before heaven and earth or if there were surely thou hadst without such a passing voice created that whereof to make this passing voice by which to say let the heaven and earth be made for whatsoever that were whereof such a voice were made unless by thee it were made it could not be at all but what word then didst thou speak that a body might be made whereby these words again might be made chapter seven thou callest us then to understand the word god with thee god which is spoken eternally and by it are all things spoken eternally for what was spoken was not spoken successively one thing concluded that the next might be spoken but all things together and eternally else we have time and change and not a true eternity nor true immortality this i know o my god and give thanks i know i confess to thee o lord and with me there knows and blesses thee whoso is not unthankful to assured truth we know lord we know since inasmuch as anything is not which was and is which was not so far forth it dieth and ariseth nothing then of thy word doth give place or replace because it is truly immortal and eternal and therefore unto the word co-eternal with thee thou dost at once and eternally say all that thou dost say and whatever thou sayest shall be made is made nor dost thou make otherwise than by saying and yet are not all things made together or everlasting which thou makest by saying chapter eight why i beseech thee o lord my god i see it in a way but how to express it i know not unless it be that whatsoever begins to be and leaves off to be begins then and leaves off then when in thy eternal reason it is known that it ought to begin or leave off in which reason nothing beginneth or leaveth off this is thy word which is also the beginning because also it speaketh unto us thus in the gospel he speaketh through the flesh and this sounded outwardly in the ears of men that it might be believed and sought inwardly and found in the eternal verity where the good and only teacher teacheth all his disciples there lord hear i thy voice speaking unto me because he speaketh unto us who teacheth us but he that teacheth us not though he speaketh to us he speaketh not who now teacheth us but the unchangeable truth 
for even when we were admonished through a changeable creature we are but led to the unchangeable truth where we learn truly while we stand and hear him and rejoice greatly because of the bridegroom's voice restoring us to him from whom we are and therefore the beginning unless it abided there should not be when we went astray be withered to return but when we return from error it is through knowing that we return and that we may know he teacheth us because he is the beginning and speaking unto us chapter nine in the beginning o god hast thou made heaven and earth in thy word in thy son in thy power in thy wisdom in thy truth wondrously speaking and wondrously making who shall comprehend who declare it what is that which gleams through me and strikes my heart without hurting it and i shudder and kindle i shudder inasmuch as i am unlike it i kindle inasmuch as i am like it it is wisdom wisdom's self which gleameth through me severing my cloudiness which yet again mantles over me fainting from it through the darkness which for my punishment gathers upon me for my strength is brought down in need so that i cannot support my blessings till thou lord who hast been gracious to all mine iniquities shalt heal all my infirmities for thou shalt also redeem my life from corruption and crown me with loving-kindness and tender mercies and shalt satisfy my desire with good things because my youth shall be renewed like an eagle's for in hope we are saved wherefore we through patience wait for thy promises let him that is able hear thee inwardly discoursing out of thy oracle i will boldly cry out how wonderful are thy works o lord in wisdom hast thou made them all and this wisdom is the beginning and in that beginning didst thou make heaven and earth end of book eleven chapter nine